day 331. Welcome back to the Windows and Mirrors podcast. My name is Keith. I'm John. And this is a podcast where we're trying to show you that the Bible is more like a window than it is a mirror. We come to it to see through it and to see God, not to it to primarily look at it and see ourselves. All right, really quick, Psalm 19. So there are certain Psalms or certain chapters we come to on this podcast, and I get excited because it's like one of my favorite, right? Like right. my favorites, I get really excited. I'm excited always, but <laughs> for my favorites, I get really excited. And I usually have a lot to say about my favorites, but we got to keep the statements. So right. the main thought I had about Psalm 19, bro, mm-hmm. is that nature mm-hmm. and scripture are two books that reveal one God, mm. right? That's good. Yep. Nature and scripture are two books that reveal one God. So he starts out and he's just like, yo, man, the heavens declare the glory of God and the expanse proclaims the work of his hands. So in one through six, he's going to talk about nature. And then in seven through 14, he's going to talk about God's word right? Right. and how he relates to God's word. And so, um, yeah, the, the Psalm is split in half, but in that first verse, we see he's talking about the things he can see. Right. right. And so, you know, literally um, the Psalm splits up in half and the first half is about what we would call general revelation. Right. right? And the second half is special revelation. And, re- and and revelation just means, you know, God's self-disclosure, right? right? Like how God reveals himself to human beings. Right. And he does that partly through he what he's made, right? And the right. scope of general revelation is universal, right? Like every single person can see, look out and see the heavens and see the sky and see the sun and right. see that there is a creator behind creation. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And... So what I love is that, yeah, yeah. We even in verse two, right? He's gonna say, day after day they pour out speech, and night after night they communicate knowledge. And it's this concept of, you know, the creation isn't just visual, right? Mm-hmm. It is auditory, right? We can hear it, we we can feel it, right? We mm-hmm. feel this sense of our smallness in comparison to the bigness of what's out there. So even the person that's that's blind but can hear is still mesmerized by there's something out there, right? There's sounds that I can't recreate and right. on and on and on, right? And that's where verse four, right, just, just says it's their message has gone out to the whole earth, right? That God in creation is communicating something of himself to all of us and it's primarily God's glory. Right. Mm, absolutely. Yeah. yeah. And, you know, general revelation, thinking about one through six, the scope is universal, right? He says, you know, their message has gone out to the whole earth, but the medium is, yeah, God's works, right? The things he's made. Right. But the mode of reception is reason, right? right. And our natural faculties, kind of like you say, of perception, right? right? You can hear, you can see, you can feel, right? All of these things. And again, these things point to a creator. So the very fact that we have things that are even immaterial, right? right? Like logic and truth and thoughts point yeah. to a God who is immaterial and invisible, right? right? The yeah. very fact that we have language, right? right? That we are actually communicating right now back and forth. Yeah. There's nothing in the created order that would say, oh, some evolutionary track came <laughs> and we start talking. No, that speaks to a God who speaks, right? Right. And so all of these things, listen, every single thing that has been created in some way or another points back to God. Yeah. The the task of the the Christian or the theologian or a human being is seeing how it points back to God. Right, right, right. See what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. And yeah. so and so after that he transitions into special revelation, right? right. God's word, right? right? And this is actually my favorite part. <laughs> well, it's 
if if verses one through six are like this book of nature glory right yeah yeah yeah, 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 yeah. seven through 14 is like this book is the book of god's grace right mm-hmm. so it's like yeah general revelation is going to talk to us about how big god is how grand god is mm-hmm. even what paul's gonna say right the obligation that we have to god to give him thanks for all this but then god's special revelation is meant to reveal not just god's glory but God's grace does, right? The instruction of the Lord is perfect. Renewing one's life, the testimony of the Lord is trustworthy, making the inexperienced wise. So this special revelation comes to us, not just as a word of judgment, but a word to take us from where we are and to mm-hmm. lift us up and to make us into something new, right? That's God's grace towards us. Yeah, I, I love that because, you know, special revelation is specific, right? right? So we can't stare at the trees and come to understanding of the Trinity, <laughs> right, right? Right, right, right. Or understanding of the personal work of Jesus right. Christ. No, we need God to literally say something to us, like verbally, right, through his word. And he does that, right? right. And like you said, like it's for it's it's a means of grace, right. you know what I mean? And so, like, the scope of special revelation is specific. He spoke to specific people at specific times, and they have recorded those words for us so that we can know what it means to be saved. Right. And, you know, again, like, this, for this, though, like, the mode of perception is not just reason or logic, right? Like, just reason and sheer logic won't get us there. No, faith will, right? right? It's faith in these words and these promises. And I love in this text, he's going to say these words aren't just words, but these words are acts, right? right? These words do something, right? right? They make the inexperienced wise. They make the heart glad. They make the eyes light up. And ultimately, like we know in salvation that God's word changes not just our yeah reasoning and wisdom, but it changes our hearts and our souls as well. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And Bro, I I love that after, or as he talks about all of these things, right? Here's why I say that this last part, it's not just about God's glory, but God's grace. Mm-hmm. Look at where it leads him, right? Yeah. Look at the what it leads him to do. This instruction leads him to call out to God, to confess his sin, to ask mm-hmm. God to protect him and to keep him from... Uh, willful sins to forgive him for the ones that are unintentional Mm. and to protect the words of his mouth and the Mm. meditation of his heart. So this concept of the special revelation of God doesn't lead him to cower in fear as if it's just a word of judgment, but Mm -hmm. it leads him to call out to God in faith saying, Lord, change me, make me into uh, who you would have me to be. And he ends off with a disposition or he asks in faith, feeling like, oh, mm. no, nah, God, this is what you want to do because mm. of your grace, not because of my grit or innocence. Yes. Both general revelation and special revelation are meant to lead us to the ultimate revelation, God himself. Mm. Right. So we, we, where we will be with him face to face. Real quick, I have a few implications. Come on. And I know do the time is, nah, is no, running we got out. It. Um, I think that, you know. In, in our day, like Christians, people in general fall off one side of the horse or the other, right? Like right. there are some people who are like, no, I'm a Christian. I just need special revelation. I'm gonna just read the Bible. I'm not gonna study God's world mm. and understand God's world well. That's good. But, with, but what this Psalm is saying is like, no, we can't do away with the sciences. We can't do right. away with 
anthropology. We have to know how people work, right? right? Like we need to understand these things because one, they reveal God. And two, mm. it helps us come to an adequate knowledge of God. Number two, um, I think it's Calvin who says that um, uh, special revela- or general revelation should be read through the corrective lenses of special revelation. So in mm. other words, special revelation is a higher science, yeah. right? And so we read the lower science, general revelation, through special revelation, right? right. And so it's, in other words, we can't just study the culture, right? And, and understand like uh, fully and robustly how to engage them as Christians. That's good. Without coming to it with the word as well. And so all that to say is that man, like a adequate, proper knowledge of God and his grace towards us leads to us reading both books. That's good. Nah, yeah. that's good. Yeah. Father, we pray that today, um, as we see your glory in creation, uh, that that would lead us, Lord, to uh, look for your grace in the pages of Scripture, and that we would leave with both of those deeply implanted in our hearts, and it would lead us, Lord, to cry out to you and to experience the grace, the forgiveness, and the transformation that makes us reflections of you in this world, God. I pray that you would help us to live today, um, Lord, with the corners of our mouth pointed upward as we smile and give you thanks uh, for your incredible grace towards us. It's in Jesus' name we pray. Amen.